Hey yo, welcome to Built to Be You. My name is Michaela and I am so pumped that you're here. I made this podcast so you can uncover what it means to be you and learn how you can fully step into your potential while trying to navigate your 20s, overcoming previous failures, learning to face your fears, dance with your emotions, and take messy action in order to build and become the best you. You can expect a little bit of mixed stuff love and a whole lot of real talk, but let me just say this journey is so much more fun with a bestie, so buckle up and let's do it together. Hello and welcome to the first podcast episode of 2021. I truly am just like mind blown that it's a new year already, but I think it's so cool that we walked out of 2020 together with this podcast community as something that just started as a small idea that I had no idea what I was doing, but I was like, I'm going to go with this gut feeling that I have and figure it out. And I'm so excited for the massive growth that we are going to create together in 2021 and beyond. So I just wanted to take a minute to say thank you so, so much for continuing to share on social media takeaways from the episodes every single week for tuning in, for supporting me, and just know that I am always here to support you in any way that I can as well. And today's podcast episode is something a little bit different because 2021 has been off to a rocky start, but that is a-okay. I had this solo weekend trip planned to the mountains of North Carolina. I was going to go snowboarding, like a good beginning of the year reset, unplugged, off the grid type of thing. Long story short, ended up in the ED with a real bad sprained ankle, crutches, a splint, the whole works. And at first I was super upset. I was like, this is just thrown everything off track. Like what the heck and I kind of went into like the poor me pity card and I said wait a minute I messaged one of my podcast friends I was like hey I just need a little pep talk a little bit of reassurance like and she was like just gave me the pep talk that I need and she was like Mick like you're a human not a robot like sit down reflect journal figure out what you're going to talk about this week so I was sitting down I was journaling I was reflecting and all I could think about was all these negative things and I said you know what I'm going to reflect on 2020 and I'm going to think about all of the massive amounts of change that I created in just a short 365 days. And it's easy to not see change in the day to day, but when you look at the long term of things, like, holy cow, like the person that I was then and the person that I am now are two completely different humans. But what kind of steps did it take to get to where I am today, right? Which is why I decided that today I'm going to share with you 20 lessons that I learned in 2020 because truly 2020 was such a transformative year for me and i hope that you have some golden nuggets that you can take away from it and i would love to hear from you over on instagram you can tag me at michaela underscore robertson underscore your takeaways and maybe even some 2020 lessons that you learned and i'm gonna kind of like rapid fire these off so let's get started lesson one for me was less is more doing my best doesn't mean 110 percent all of the time and sometimes you have to slow down in order to speed up and prior to this year i was somebody who was always in go mode i always felt the pressure for myself to be doing more to be trying harder to be truly just like exceeding all of my own expectations and it wasn't realistic and it wasn't sustainable and when i give less to my screen when i give less to social media when i give less to pushing my body to new limits on marathon training runs all of those things i have more energy to to give later on, meaning everything that I do gets my best energy instead of just the rest of my energy. Lesson number two, living for others means that I'm not fully living for myself. AKA, if I'm always thinking about what other people are going to be thinking of me, who's going to be judging me, who's going to be watching me, then that means that I am subtracting from my own 
life, and you probably can relate to this too, is when you have this idea pop into your head, two seconds later, you're like, oh, wait a minute. What is this person from high school? Or what is Sally from Instagram going to think? And we have to eliminate that thinking so we can truly stay in our own lanes and live a life that is aligned for us and not for anybody else. Lesson number three, and one that I know a lot of you struggle with just from conversations that I've had with you, dating yourself is so incredibly important. And you might be like, what does that even mean? In 2020, I learned how important alone time is and how important it is to create your own happiness and to not let that happiness fall on external people, external resources, external things, things that can be ripped away from you at any moment. And my motto throughout 2020 was like, date yourself more often, meaning going on dates to coffee shops by myself, going on hikes, going on my paddleboard, hanging out in my hammock, taking weekend trips away, and truly just finding comfort in being alone with myself. And for a lot of you, that is going to be extremely uncomfortable, especially if you're somebody who is used to always having somebody in your corner or around you. As humans, we have this tendency to seek disapproval from others or look to them as we're making decisions. But in 2021, if you are listening to this, I encourage you to find comfort in doing things alone. Lesson number four is you don't have to know what you're doing in order to start, aka this podcast. I had this gut feeling one random night and I said, hey, I think I'm going to start a podcast. I had no idea what I was doing. I had no idea what it was going to be about, but I knew that I could figure it out. And this podcast and having that gut feeling and just going with it has built confidence in so many areas of my life because I'm like, heck, I sure don't know what I'm doing, but I know that everything is figure outable. And having that growth mindset has opened so many doors and so many opportunities for me. Lesson number five, making excuses is easier than making the time or figuring it out. And when I catch myself trying to make excuses, I'm like, hold up, Mick. That probably means that what you're trying to do is going to make you uncomfortable. And if it's going to make you uncomfortable, that means that you are going to grow from it. So sister friend, you need to stop making excuses, start making the time and start figuring out how you can do it. And I used to wear busy as a badge of honor. And I made a whole podcast episode about this. I will link it in the show notes because probably one of my favorite like tough love talks is because busy is such an easy word to throw around. It's such an easy excuse to create for the things that really just aren't a priority to us or aren't important to us. And a lot of times we need to be doing those things that we don't actually want to do because they're going to help us level up our lives, level up our skills, level up our experiences. And so I've really learned that that feeling of wanting to make an excuse means that I just need to do the damn thing. And lesson number six for me was investing in yourself is so incredibly important, meaning investing in your time, your energy, whether that's money or as resources. I have invested in a lot of really great business mentors, podcast host mentors. I've invested a lot of my time and my energy to growing personally so I can grow professionally as a bedside nurse, as a biz mentor, as a daughter, and as a friend, because as I'm continuously investing my my time, money, energy, and resources, I am growing. And by default, the people around me are going to get the best version of me. And so I highly, highly recommend as you're going into 2021 to look around you and ask yourself, what areas do I want to grow in? And who do I need to seek help from in order to 
cultivate that growth and being in this awkward in-between stage of like your 20-somethings it's like okay well I just graduated college and like there I was forced to learn but now I have a little bit of extra time on my hands how do I want to invest that in a positive way to help me truly live my life to the fullest potential so that's something I just want you to kind of think about moving forward lesson number seven adulting is freaking hard but my dad still somehow knows the answer to literally everything like Dad, I know you're listening to this, so shout out to you, homie. But literally, I need an instruction manual. Like, my apartment flooded this year, and I was like, okay, how do I file an insurance claim? And it's just those little things that I'm like, literally, if we had an instruction manual to get through your 20s, maybe life would be just like a little bit less complicated, a little bit less stressful. But I guess that's part of the journey is just like figuring it out as you go. But shout out to my dad and shout out to Google for getting me through 2020 because literally if you don't know the answer and your dad doesn't know the answer, you're one, probably screwed. But two, Google is a good backup as well. And lesson number eight for me is moving to a new state is probably the scariest but coolest feeling ever. And if you didn't know, I'm from central Iowa. That's where I was born and raised, where I went to school. And then right after graduation, I said, hey, I'm going to move out of state. I was like, I don't know where I'm going, but I'm going to make it happen. And I was just really ready to change up the scenery and to just be in a fresh environment. So I ended up moving to North Carolina, a thousand miles away from anybody I knew. I had never even stepped foot in the state. I did everything online, booking my apartment, um, having my interview, all of the things. And so it's like, you get to a new state and you're like, what the heck? Like, I don't even know where like the best gas station is. Like who's got the best donuts around here? Like where is the grocery store even at? And so the first few months of 2020, we're figuring out my bearings and really just getting comfortable in a brand new environment. And honestly, that was a huge, huge growth moment and a catalyst for so much change for the rest of 2020, because that was right when the pandemic hit. And so I really, again, was forced to spend a lot of time with myself. And that's when I really learned to love being alone as cliche as it sounds but something that is so incredibly important lesson number nine for me in 2020 was energy is contagious and energy exchange is huge you should be putting out into the world the kind of energy that you want to receive and so in the mornings i would put two feet on the ground and ask myself what kind of energy do i want to receive today and how can i show up as that version of myself so the people around me get that best energy and that way they can return that energy back to me and it's really important to be surrounding yourself with people who are constantly giving you back the positive energy that you're putting out rather than sucking that energy away from you. And if you feel yourself being sucked of that energy, it's time to do a self-evaluation and ask yourself, where is my energy going? And at the end of the day, it is your job to create and protect your energy. Lesson number 10 for me was sunsets are what I live for. There is a 99% chance that if I have the day off, I am watching the sunset to some capacity. And I always post about this on Instagram, but I will work my booty off for the day that I never have to miss a sunset or a sunrise by choice again. Meaning that I don't want to work or live a life on the terms of somebody creating my own schedule. I want to be able to walk out my back door, wherever that might be. It might be in the warm ocean breeze. It might be in the crisp mountain air. I can't quite decide that yet, but I will have the ability to watch another day end and watch another day start. There's just something about sunset and like being in my hammock that brings me so much peace and joy. Oh my gosh, I could talk about it forever. If you're a sunset lover like me, you totally understand. But lesson number 11 is slowing down is so hard for me. This kind of ties back to lesson number one, how I said less is more, but slowing down 
is something I have to force myself to do. I am somebody who thrives off of, you know, just a busy schedule and always going to the next thing, but I've realized that slowing down and bringing self-awareness to my lack of ability to slow down has been very, very huge because now that I have that self-awareness, I can check in with myself and I can say, okay, Michaela, are you doing less this week so that way you can do more next week? And I think the part about slowing down that's hardest for me is that it just makes me uncomfortable. Like I don't like to just be sitting there doing quote unquote nothing. I like to always be doing something. So I've found that when I slow down, if I fill that space with reading or a good podcast or a walk out in nature or something like that, then I'm still slowing down, giving my body time to rest, my mind time to regroup, but I'm still kind of doing tasks that don't require as much. But like put me in a meditation room or ask me to do a 10 minute meditation we'll work on that in 2021 (laughs) and lesson number 12 for me was blame is easier than ownership and this is something I saw repeated a lot aside from bedside nursing I also do online health and wellness mentoring and a lot of times my clients or my coaches or myself we like to look at the external things as to why we can't accomplish what we're working towards and Blaming on the external things gives those external things the power and takes away the power from ourselves, from the internal work. And a lot of times we place that blame on the external things because it's more comfortable than looking inward and asking yourself, how can I take ownership for this? How did I contribute to this problem? How did I not take action or whatever it might be. And sometimes it's uncomfortable to admit that to yourself that you prefer to blame things rather than to take ownership. But it's something that I've really gotten in tune with because when I don't want to do something or something falls through, I have to ask myself, is there something in this situation that I could have controlled? Was there internal factors that I did or didn't contribute? Lesson number 13 for me was courage does not equal fearless. And Brene Brown has been my saving grace for 2020. I absolutely love her work and everything that she stands for. And she talks about courage being willing to be face down in the arena, meaning you are willing to fail. You are willing to suck. You are willing to go through the hard before you see the success, before you get to tell this story where you're like, hey, I figured this out. And I truly have in 2020 been face down so many times and last year was the first time that I chose a word to like set the tone for my entire year in 2020 it was intentional and in 2021 it's courage courage to suck courage to be face down more than I am standing in the arena and courage to share my voice and share my passion and not hold anything back and I'm super excited to continue to dive into what courage means for me and my life and how I can embody a more courageous personality, a more courageous business, a more courageous podcast, a more courageous community. And so I'm excited to continue to share that journey with you, but I just wanted to loop you in on that. Lesson number 14 for me was people will always have something to say. Whether you are doing good or bad, you are going to have the Karens, the negative Nancys, the naysayers. And the only way that they get to run your life is if you allow them to. And I've realized that if you don't give your time or energy to them, then they have no energy to suck. 
Whereas on the flip side, if you give them the attention that they want, if you give them the energy that they're seeking, they're just going to continue to run your life, run your thoughts, run your opinions. And again, this life is meant to be lived for you, not for somebody else. Lesson number 15 for me was quality over quantity of friendships. And being in your 20s is hard. Making friends in your 20s who understand the vision especially for somebody like me who is very goal and vision oriented, it's really important to have people in my inner circle who support that, who encourage that. And that has meant to cut ties, relationships and friendships that are no longer serving me. And that can be a little bit uncomfortable, but people are either going to grow with you or you are going to outgrow them. And sometimes you just have to learn to be okay with that and realize that you can't force or drag anybody along with you. They will come if the timing is right for them. And if not it's important to bless and release their energy and realize that not having those friendships any longer is going to create more room for friendships that are more meaningful and more impactful and are actually going to benefit you in the long run lesson number 16 for me was screens consume our lives oh my gosh i realized at the end of 2020 with the pandemic with staying at home more i was like okay i gotta do something about this screen time because if you have an iphone like me you can see how much screen time you're spending per day and i really started to bring self-awareness and i started to do an audit on that and i was like holy cow i am spending way too much time looking at this little blue light i need to start spending more time cultivating positive experiences for me seeking out more adventure going on more dates with myself reading more books listening to more personal development whatever it might be so once I brought that self-awareness I started to set screen time limits on my phone I started to set bedtimes I started to you know start reading more and just like I think it's so important to disconnect from that screen and spend time actually being present where your two feet stand lesson 17 for myself was I love being me and you're like Michaela that's so cliche no but seriously this is the first year that I have felt so damn proud of who I am who I'm becoming the skin that I'm in what I see in the mirror when I look at myself the people I surround myself I truly do love the life that I am living and what I'm creating I think that is so incredibly important and to realize that you are the person that you are going to live and die with so if you are not happy with where you're at you have to learn to create that change to bridge the gap from where you're at to where you want to go to learn to love your imperfections to learn to love the things that you pick apart about yourself to love your insecurities and to learn that you have to learn how to love yourself and i truly do believe that that means in the future i'm going to have the ability to love others more as well and so as cliche as it sounds I love myself and I love that song. I think it's by Hallie Steinfield. Such a good song. Anyways, lesson number 18 for me were limits in life do not exist. For the longest time, I was in this little box and I only allowed myself to dream or look forward just a little bit. I didn't allow myself to see the whole picture. I didn't allow myself to dream outside of what I thought I already knew, meaning I saw my parents and my grandparents achieve, yes, great things, but I didn't look past that. And in 2020, I truly started to allow myself to dream bigger. And a big part of that was by changing my circle and by changing the people that I was surrounding myself with and realizing that anything is possible for those who work for it, for those who truly want it, for those who are truly going to pour the time, energy, and passion to create the lives for themselves that they truly want. And I never realized how many people 
were settling because it was the easier option, because it was the more comfortable option. But in 2020, I committed to reading my vision almost every single day, allowing myself to dream bigger, to close my eyes and picture the future version of me who was like, holy cow, you just blew small town Iowa Mick, 18 years old, out of the water by even having these thoughts. But manifesting those and knowing they're going to come true one day is what lights my fire and keeps me going even on the hard days. Lesson number 19 for me was don't hide or shy away to quote unquote fit in. There is a lot of people around who are not going to understand or support your vision and that's okay. It's not your job to convince them. It's your job to show them, show them what's possible, show them that you're serious, show them that you're committed, show them that it is no matter what, that you are going to make your goals happen and you are not going to settle for anything less. And eventually they're going to hop on board with you. And if they don't, it's not your your job to drag them along. It's your job to keep showing up. And lesson number 20, this is my favorite, literally my power life mantra. The internal work leads to the external changes, meaning that if you want to change something about yourself, you have to look inward and you have to ask yourself, what kind of thoughts am I thinking? What kind of thought exchange do I need to do? What kind of personal development do I need to engage in? What kind of meditation do I need to do? What kind of time do I need to slow down, to put pen to paper and really think about what is going on between my two ears? And I am a firm believer that personal development changed the trajectory of my life because I really started to look inward. I started to connect the pieces and connect the dots of every piece of my story, of every season of life and realizing how each one of those shaped me into the person that I am today. And I truly do believe that every season, every struggle serves you to a certain capacity and it is a foundation piece to who you are right now listening to this. And so spending that time this year in 2020 and 2019 doing the constant internal work has allowed me to become the healthiest, happiest, most confident version of myself internally and externally. And I think that that is such an incredible feeling and just like a full circle moment to realize that something as little as 10 minutes of personal development a day when I first started my coaching business has now been the catalyst for massive change in every single area of my life. So that is my 20 things that I learned in 2020. And if you are still listening right now, I want to hear just one little lesson that you had in 2020 and what one of your takeaways was and like how you feel like it transformed you. Because I feel like when you look at the day-to-day, not much changes. But when you look at the 365 days, you're like, holy cow, 2020, like there was highs, there was lows, there was days that I was killing it, there was days that waves were knocking me over, but that's okay. They're each, again, a stepping stone and a foundational piece in order to become the person that you want to. So again, share your takeaways with me at Michaela underscore Robertson underscore, and I'll be looking forward to chatting with you next week. Before you go, I just wanted to let you know that I am so dang grateful that we are now on this journey through uncovering what it means to be you together. If you love this episode, make sure you share it with your friend or better yet, share it on social media and tag me so that way I know. Until next time, chat soon.